This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. The Joker's mustache. Let me give us a round of applause, bro. Hold on. Round of applause. We need a round of applause this morning. I am Vince Russo. This is the great, iconic, legendary R.D. What's his last name? Reynolds? Reynolds. Bro, I swear. Wow. This is a wow. Big, wow. R.D., this is the first thing that comes to mind, these three episodes. And I did watch all three. I'm so sorry. Yes. I, I feel like somebody owed somebody money, almost. Yes. Someone <laughs> I mean, owes us a lot of money. I, I, bro, what? I, 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 I you it know gets, what? It gets worse than what you think. I will just tell you that. I'm going to tell you this, bro. I read a, uh, I did some research. Okay. And uh, I, I read, I found this. Mm-hmm. Keith R. A. D. Candido okay. wrote a hostile retrospective in 2017 giving the Londonium episodes a rating of 1 out of 10. That's too high. He thought that Rudy Valley gave a dreadful and uninteresting performance as Flog. Fact. It also wasted the episode's premise in that Valley was an American who did not perform in a good English accent. Fact. He thought that British actress Glynis Johns acquitted herself far better as pea soup. She, it's funny you use the term acquitted because I feel like people need to be arrested. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. This one, I, I think this one was dead on. The, the yeah. sets also did not play into the episode's premise. No. Candido thought they were obvious Southern California locations that did not actually utilize or sell the fun of episodes set in London. Check. The series features a plot line where Prudence is seemingly playing both sides, but it goes nowhere. Check. Finally, while the campy humor of Batman gives something of a pass for unrealistic situations, the Candido felt that even given that, the plot of the episodes made no sense. Thanks, everybody. Hope you enjoyed <laughs> our review. Hey, listen, I got to tell you something, R.D. You, you set this up for me that it was really going to be bad. Was I wrong? Yes. It was, was much, wrong? much worse than you oh, set me up for. I told you. That's Take why we, that's why we're jamming all three of these into one episode because I can only imagine <coughs> the the viewers once we went through one episode they said I got to sit through two no canceling exactly exactly so bro <laughs> like I, I don't even know where you start take it away man <clears throat> the original air dates on these the Londinium Larcenies the foggiest notion the bloody tower the unholy trilogy. Uh, original air dates were Thursday, November 23rd, 1967, Thursday, November 30th, 1967, and December 7th, 1967. Your fun fact for the day, 
the first of these episodes, the Londonium Larsenses, aired on Thanksgiving night. That might explain. That no! might. That might no. explain, bro. That no, th- this that, that, that explain might anything. that might explain this being a throwaway. No, this may. But it was a th- for three weeks. You can't say that. I thought you were going to say it might explain why the ratings went like this. No, I think that this, yeah, bro, it happens in wrestling all the time. Once we get around the holidays, it, it, it's throwaway episodes. No. Maybe that explains it. No, it doesn't. Nothing explains. Nothing explains this. Okay. Okay. So, the Londinium Larsenies. <coughs> Larsenies. So, yes, the great metropolis of Londinium, mighty capital of the old world, is enjoying one of its another uh, another of its famous crystal clear days. That is a joke the narrator tells us. Right. Over and over and over and over and over. Yeah. During these three episodes, even okay. though I got, even though I got to be honest with you, RD, have you ever been to uh, England? I have not. I I have, you know, after my career was over, I did some indie stuff. I went to England twice, and I got to be honest with you, bro. I never saw fog once. Well, <clears throat> that's what the, that's what they would have you believe. Yeah. On this episode, yeah, is that Londinium? What you? But you weren't t- you weren't in Londinium. No, not London. No. <laughs> so the yeah. jokes here, they're all about instead of Buckingham Palace, it's Chuckingham Palace. Uh the the villains here are Lord Marmaduke Fogg, F F F O G G, and uh his sister, Lady Penelope Pea Soup. Okay, so these are the villains. And uh, so the the theory is here, they're, 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 these people are stealing all this stuff. Whenever they go and steal things, no one can find any evidence of them. They Because Lord Fogg has a pipe he, he, that he makes his own man-made fog. Okay? So they'll go and steal something. He'll puff, puff out a bunch of smoke. Uh, and then no one can find them. This has the uh, authorities in Londinium so utterly baffled yeah. that they call the President of the United States of America. The President of the United States of America calls Commissioner James Gordon in Gotham City. Now, you may think, like Commissioner Gordon thought, oh, that's great. You want me to go solve this? And then he's like, Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess so. So, the president knows as well as you and I. There's zero chance that Commissioner Gordon's going to handle this. Go get me Batman. Go get me Batman. I need you to get Batman. We need to send Batman over to Londinium to get this to get these issues solved. So Barbara comes in as well. She she is of course tied into this as well. She overhears, you know, uh, okay, you know, Commissioner Gordon's going to be going to Lon- Londinium. And he was like, yeah, I tried to get you to come over there with me for, for, a, for a vacation. And she's like, going to Londinium, that dump, there's zero chance I want to go there. And he goes, well, that's okay. I'm just going to see, you know, Batman's going to go with me. And then she's like, oh, well, I guess if Batman's going, then I'll go. I have a question. Yes, sir. 
What happened to her surfer boyfriend that was literally one episode ago? That's, Did she that's, already drop that guy? That's very true. Man, you know what? I was going on some of Batman sites um, today before yes. we did this show. Bro, it was far more negative, the Batgirl character, than positive. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, 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 a, a lot of people complaining that this entire season is Batgirl and they don't like it. I I would <clears throat> excuse me. I would actually uh, disagree with that because we've had some episodes where she barely appears. Yeah, those people didn't. Those people. <clears throat> let me ask you this: Did those people go through and review every episode? In Abs- absolutely not. Yeah, in, no. on their eighty-inch screen, <laughs> like we Abs- have done. Absolutely no. not. No, I'm all angry now. Yes. So anyway, uh, so uh, Gordon calls uh, Bruce or excuse me, calls Batman. We go to Wayne Manor, and we're not going to go through this episode by episode. Bro, you right? are, though. You're no, going, no, I'm, no, I'm you're, not going Bro, to. you're going no. through like we're nine minutes in no, already. No. Stop. You're interrupting okay. me. I'm trying to get through this quick. There was a funny joke here that I wanted to talk about. <clears throat> so they call him, and we get this. we get this in the Wayne Manor study. Dick Grayson is there playing the drums. And he has this ridiculous wig on for reasons. And so he's like, Bruce is like, cool it, Ringo. I thought you didn't like the cool it, Ringo line. Bro, something very interesting, though, prior to that line, Mm. which I thought was very interesting. We weren't going through this. Well, this is interesting, though, because I think this was a, what do they call it, a snafu? Like a mistake, a snafu? Is that what they call it? Okay, a blooper, maybe? Yeah, I think this was a snafu because... While uh, while Dick Grayson is playing the drums, yes, Alfred refers to him as Master Robin. I did, I did catch that. Aha! Mm-hmm. Yes, that that, is, that never happens. No, it yeah. doesn't. Yeah. So anyway, Batman says, "Yep, I'll be heading to a venerable Ireland yard, and it's not the Prime Minister; it's the First Minister." And how pray tell? How pray tell was? Batman, Commissioner Gordon, Barbara, how are they getting to Londinium? How did they, how did they get from Gotham City to London? They were taking a boat or something, a right? A boat. A <laughs> boat. Right. The president of the United States calls you. Yeah. Dude, I need you to get to Londinium as quickly as, you know, there are these crimes going on. I need you to get to Londinium. Uh, okay, uh, what, what kind of budget? Go the cheapest route you possibly yeah, can. Right. We're on a budget. I don't know what. Anyway, they also in this boat. The, so Gordon and Barbara on the boat. And and they're like, oh, why? You know, you're here. That's that's really strange. You know, and they're all like, wow, we're all on this boat together. And then they bring up the fact that that Bruce had brought on a giant crate on the boat. A giant crate on the crying to that though. There's another line that you may have missed. That was that was purposely put in there. To move fast. This this line is worth it. Okay, because at one point Commissioner Gordon said to Bruce, "You and Young Dick," and I'm like, "Okay, all right, like, <laughs> all right, okay, all right, go ahead, take it away." So they brought along this giant crate. Yes, and Barbara is like, "Why? What, what's the deal with this?" giant crate this giant i'm proposing batmobile shaped crate 
So Bruce explains, I didn't think Dick should neglect his study. So we brought along a thousand works of literature, biological specimens, and his own desk. Yeah. Even uh, that would not fill this giant crate. For those of you uh, watching this uh, show, RD is well on his way to a four-hour episode. So oh, like, I, if, if you got places you to go or people to see, go ahead, RD. Interrupting. Go ahead, RD. So O'Hara isn't going. He brings uh, Gordon a gift basket. Bagora. They get on the boat, and and there's a little inner inner. There's a little music or uh, romantic tension between Bruce and Babs here. Yeah, uh, and she notes that uh, you know that you know being on a remote a, a boat is very exciting. He says, "Glamorous, romantic, a, sight, a sense of mystery and adventure, hard to beat in this humdrum world." So he's already hitting on her. Yes, yes. So we go to Easterland House. This is, of course, the big black warehouse. It has lun- lanterns and crap. It's stuff they're stealing. So they're just stealing stuff. We do see Lord Fog and Lady Pea Soup. Bro. He is just a dude in a, a Sher- in the, the the Sherlock Holmes uh, costume that you would get at CVS like three minutes before Halloween, three minutes before trick or treating. Bro, started. we missed the fun fact of of an episode from either la- uh, last week or the week before that I want to just throw out there to yes. uh, remember when Batman was the, the dinosaur, whatever. Yes, he was. They- he, there was actually he was actually in. There was a uh, a thing in the museum where that yeah. was showing. That's what a dinosaur. That was exact like. costume was used in Lost in Space, by the way. Just, oh, bravo! So they. Oh, I said that because you said they're taking things from all over the place. <clears throat> yes, absolutely. Yeah. In fact, <clears throat> here's a little fun fact for you. Whenever we were looking at some of the scenes, uh, actually, that are they're coming up in the show, that uh, not on this episode, but in future episodes. See if you can pay pay attention when you're doing your research to where the Green Hornet lived in a scene that you're going to see in an upcoming Batman. Interesting. Anyway. Interesting. Go ahead. We talk about, you know, that we got our boring villain. He talks about his, his pipe of fog. Whatever. We also, so you may say, okay, well, where are Bruce and, and, and Dick going to, you know, they don't have a bat cave. They did bring the Batmobile over, of course. Uh, they have found what I will call the Londinium Batcave. Right. And it's kind of ghetto. You would agree? <laughs> yes. Yeah. But they did bring the Bat computer over. Uh, they brought the Batmobile over. Robin's like, man, that's great, Alfred. You got it over. We didn't even get a scratch on it. <clears throat> so they they're going to take off they're they're dry they're anytime they're getting ready to drive again these jokes are used over and over and over okay the first time alfred says to batman he says now make sure you remember drive on the left side of the road not the right so most of this just so you know that we are in londinium we get stock footage of london Ed Wood would have been proud how much stock footage they used in these episodes. Yes. And just so you thought, so you could see the Batmobile driving through Londinium, uh, they drove past a building that said Barnaby Barnaby on it, had a sign on it. It's clearly the same building we have seen many times before on the show. In fact, it's the same building that was a soccer stadium that King Tut robbed a few episodes. Yes. And just so you know, just so there's no confusion, we get a cop 
that sees the Batmobile and he says, blimey, the Batmobile. Yeah. And also, just so you know, too, that uh, Barnaby Street is a uh, ripoff off of Carnaby Street that is over in uh, the UK. Yes. Yes. Ireland Yard is, of course, a ripoff of Scotland Yard. It is there that we meet Superintendent Watson. He is the Commissioner Gordon of this world, equally inept. He has also a red phone. I don't know if we can call it the bat phone, but it's a red phone. Uh, It's a UK-style phone. Uh, Barbara is also there for reasons. The and the office looks identical. It it's obviously Gord, the Gordon's office set, and they have repurposed it slightly. And so Batman says these surroundings have a familiar feel, and it says yes, Batman decor in a police department varies little the world over. That's the comedy on display here. So. Anyway, they, they're trying to figure out who was doing this. And they, they said, uh, Batman says, uh, you know, this uh, um, fog, you know, there's there's other names for fog. So they start going other names for fog. And they said, it's also a name for grass. Batman says, if there's it, there's there's this place called Fog pa- Fog Place, he says, I also heard this has this incredible grass there. We would like to go check it out. I wanna I wanna let, you, like I, I wanna let you know. I wanna let you know at this pace, we are already at the 51 minute mark, and you're only about five minutes into the first episode. I am halfway through okay? my notes. No, you're not am, you are you're about dude. Five if you could see my screen, episode. you would see I am halfway through my notes. Go ahead be a lot faster if you quit interrupting can i point out one thing though sure are you an snl fan yes will, Fowler, will Fowler fan sure bro this the what was the name glennis what glennis jones <clears throat> you sure okay glennis, whatever her name was bro they direct they ripped this off directly remember when will farrell would be in the in the hot tub with rachel dretch and everything, sure. everything was, they were lovers. And not, remember that scene? Yes, sir. She talked exactly like Glennis on, on this on this episode. Exactly. So that, that popped me. Anyway, we do got wind up going to the villain's place. Fog place, because he's Lord Fog, so it's Fog place. Uh, we meet a young girl named Prudence. And she, in, she is part of a... Um, She's part of a, a girls' school or posh something. Girls, posh girls finishing school. It's it is um it's it's a they're being taught how to steal. Yes. So we have a, uh, a Lord Fog has some cronies. He has Basil. I think he's like a butler. They have a chauffeur and a footman and all these guys. You see them at Fog Place, and then they're also they double as the the goon squad. For log Lord Fog, so the Batmobile shows up there. And what theme? What theme did you hear? What theme that oh, was? Oh God, I did not. I did oh, not, dude. Book the bookworm theme. They obviously loved because they used it on wow. this show. Wow. They used it for other villains. They use it over and over and over. Anyway, this is just <clears throat> um, it's it's just awful. It's awful. Can, can I just say it's awful and we just move on? Can I talk about the student uh, the student body dorm? Yes. Okay? Because these girls, there's not just one. And we're, we ain't rating them all. We will rate one. 
We're going to rate one. We're not rating all the girls. We meet these girls. Can I just say they are the horniest? Oh, my God. One one of them them with the brunette with the hair pulled back was ridiculous. They talk about, oh, isn't Batman the grooviest in that Robin? I'm out of my All right, and over it's him. 2005, episode two, The Foggiest no- Notion. Go ahead. Go ahead, episode two, The Foggiest Notion. Go ahead. <clears throat> Look at you. You want to talk more about the fr- – Look I'm at you. To, Look I'm at you. To, you're interrupting. <laughs> Which makes this take much longer. Look at you. You you're you're not you're not gonna be happy unless you close up this first episode in a tight little bow. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. For those of you at home that have anything to there's do, a, I a, apologize. There, there I'm we, gonna we, we talked about this before. We talked about this beforehand. We talked about this beforehand. I apologize if you got anything to do. Go you ahead. You don't want to talk about the beehive? Go ahead, RD. <clears throat> There's a there's the villain has a beehive. That's part of his things. We go to the uh yeah. We're gonna go to episode two. <laughs> well, you do have to mention at the end of episode one, they fog up the Batmobile, which means <laughs> Do absolute, I really? Yeah, because do it I means really Yeah, because it means absolutely nothing by the time we get to episode two. And that was the stupid teaser I wrote at the end of that. Yeah, episode. exactly. The foggiest notion. We get the same joke to begin this episode. Yes, yes. Oh, oh. They uh, thankfully, I'm very thankful for this. They gave no recaps. Yeah, thank God. Oh shows. my God. Thank Although, in hindsight, I kind of wish they would have. They could have done like ten minute recaps. Anyway, Batman realizes that Log- Lord Fog is the battery. He knows that this is it. He was able to extinguish the Batmobile. It did. It led to nothing. They didn't even show how they got out of this foggy Batmobile. No. Whatever they used the uh, the the generating energizing bat extinguisher to take care of the uh, fog. Now, who's making the episode too long? I now- do. I do want to throw this out there because this is uh, this important has nothing to do with the episode, bro. I, I could swear to God, Batman was wearing a new cowl. They question if maybe uh, that also happened to Batgirl's cycle. And they're like, Batgirl, Batgirl, Batgirl. And then they were questioning. What know, about the new cowl? I just, that that's significant. Is he wearing a new cowl? the cowl whenever he had like one ear that was. That's what I'm over. talking about. No, this... It was the same cowl, but they didn't bother to primp up his ears. <laughs> oh. All right. Thanks for clarifying that for me. Thank you very much. All right, go ahead. So they they theorize, Batman theorizes to the superintendent, this obviously Lord Fogg. And he's like, dude, no way it can be Lord Fogg. He's a good guy. He's one of our big citizens, blah, 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 whatever. And, excuse me, it's, yeah. So they uh, come in. Barbara shows up. She gives Batman a box. Inside, Batman looks at the box in the most bored manner possible. The box starts smoking. The box is literally smoking. Batman goes, yeah, looks like it's about to explode. Probably better stand back. <laughs> so they open it up. It's Three Bells. That is the name of a uh, of a bar, a pub in Londinium. So they're going to go check that out. See if that is where all of this uh, where all this happens. Uh, so we go to Londinium's dock area. This is the exact same. Exact same set they used in the movie. 
Yeah, abs- it will, absolutely. Yes, I recognize that as well. Yes. The Batmobile pulls up. They find the ship. There's a there's a boat that has a bunch of mini skirts or something that that Lord Fog is trying to hijack. So they pull up. They find the ship. They find the pub. Pub Robin's like, oh, awesome! I get to go to a pub. Robin's like, nope. Before they- that, though, there was a good line. Before you deliver this good line, I, I got to give props to this line when Robin Robin asked Batman, "Are we being dared to stop a robbery of mini skirts?" Are we being are we being dared to stop a robbery of mini skirts, Batman? Holy Rising Hemlines. He also said, "I was trying to speed." No, those up. are good lines. You can't. We we the good lines. You got to give the good lines. And here, not you, Robin. Why can't Robin go in? <laughs> they have strict licensing laws in this country. A boy of your age is not allowed in a tavern. But it's been taken over by hippies in the mod set. <laughs> You're far from mod, Robin. And many hippies are older than you all. You sit in the Batmobile. Yes. So Batman goes in. It, this this is a surly place. There's booze and smoke and games of checkers being played. Lord Fogg is there, of course, as well with his cronies. They're all dressed as beatniks. And so he says, you know, you know, he's like, we need to take care of this Batman. So Batman sees that. Uh, oh, there was also something completely ridiculous that did nothing. They showed Bat- they showed Lord Fog at the beginning, and he they kept claiming he had gout, and yeah. he had his foot in a cast, and then <clears throat> like ten minutes later, he was just no longer in a cast. Yeah, and fun they f- mentioned it, but it didn't do anything. A uh, fun fact: uh, <clears throat> Bruce Pritchard used to get gout all the time. Go ahead, continue. Who's making the show longer now? Go ahead. Continue. Anyway. Uh, <clears throat> Fog sees or Batman sees Fog's foot is better. Fog offers him drink. Batman says no. We get a fight, or very and, early fight, very but, early fight. Uh, yeah, not a great fight. No, but no. anyway, uh, there was one funny thing. You know how they have the the bar taps you pull and you, you yeah know, yeah you yeah. yeah. It? He hit somebody with one of those. Yeah yeah. So Batman is caught. Robin's outside. He's annoyed. The girls show up, and this brunette that you had mentioned. Yes. She sounds like she's having the big O. Yes, I agree. One thousand percent. Yes. So Robin, for whatever reason, there's like one line holding this giant tanker sized boat. Yeah. He cuts it. The boat goes out at sea. It looks like we get a a shot of the boat. He cuts this line. This boat looks like it's halfway across the Atlantic by now. Yes. The girls all grab Robin and... Robin is like, you 20th century witch, Lady Pea Soup. You know, I wouldn't find a female, even a small army of females. They all, there's no nice way to put this. They all start copping feels on Robin. Uh, Yeah, yes. Gosh, what marvelous threads, we're told. So they pull, uh, oh, oh, Alfred and Barbara also meet uh, randomly on uh, some dirt road. That's like their go-to place. And so why does why Alfred has the suitcase for the Batgirl suit I didn't quite check and I'm not going to go back and check. And and at what point at what point when Batgirl tells Alfred every single episode about he can't give at right. what point does Alfred say, "Okay, I got it already." I understand what what episode does he say that? I think it's episode uh 39, which okay. unfortunately didn't they, we didn't get to that. They cut okay. it off at 36. Right. <clears throat> anyway, they meet. 
Uh, Bab says she knows what's going on at Fog Place. Says Lady Prudence is playing all sides against each other for reasons of her own. And and <clears throat> Barbara was or Batgirl was caught at some place or something. I don't remember. Anyway, this is something else that is brought up over and over. <clears throat> she said, <clears throat> "Excuse me, Alfred. See, I can't even talk. Alfred's like, how did you get? How did you get away from from that place?" And she says, "It wasn't easy. I'll explain later." I literally wrote, "I bet bet a million pound notes we never find out." Yeah, that's definitely WWE writing. <laughs> yes. It's brought up. It's, yes. That is yes. said many times. I'll explain later. Things are never explained. Anyway. Yes. Barbara, you may ask, okay, Batman and Robin, they changed in the Londonian Batcave. Where does Barbara change? If you guess behind a bush on a dirt road, step right up and win your prize. (laughs) She says there's a cricket pavilion. There's this cricket pavilion where I know something's going on. I'm going to go and investigate it. So she goes up. She looks around. She sees everything is all all the stuff they've stolen. And it's all thankfully labeled uh, to say exactly what each piece was. That's very hap- very nice of them. Uh, Prudence sees Batgirl unleashes paralyzing gas, which is an odd thing to have set up in your whatever, in your warehouse. Anyway, all three of them are now trapped because Batman's trapped, Robin's trapped, Batgirl is now trapped. We go back to the three bells. Batman is tied up. Uh, as Fog just monologues forever and i just wrote in all caps as large as i could this guy sucks yeah he rudy valley though the, the great rudy valley oh man. no we'll get, no you keep saying the great rudy valley we'll get to the great rudy valley all right somebody okay. else not rd reynolds had something to say about the great rudy valley okay so, go ahead <clears throat> excuse me so he has a device somehow he now has a device that will wipe people's memories for reasons anyway <clears throat> Uh, he goes and he's going to get his mind completely erased. And uh, he he does. He, his mind's erased. He wakes up in like a fog. Batman's stumbling around like he's drunk. I don't know. He, he, he Like at one point there were people there. At the other point, people weren't. He stumbles out onto the street like a hobo. Miss you, Blade. Um, and Batman, he doesn't know who he is. But who should run into him but Alfred? Alfred Blade, is there. Blade was a hobo? That was always the joke. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Because I don't want. I don't want to disrespect uh, the, the. No, the, that was the, always the joke. He was always. Yep. That was. That's a. That's a joke okay. between me. And Listen, me. Batman did deliver a good line here. <clears throat> okay. And when Lord, uh, Lord Fogg tells him about the device he's got. I know nothing about your remarkable device, Lord Fogg, but your grizzly game is almost up. Proof your villainy is inscribed indelibly on my mem- on my mind. Yes. Okay, which right. And he says, which will be erased. Yes. yes. So Alfred takes him to the Batcave. <clears throat> it appears, sir, you've suff- you're suffering from a severe loss of memory. Fortunately, however, I've packed the recollection cycle bat restorer for this little overseas trip. Alfred zaps him for a second. Batman jumps up and says, ah, I remember everything now. You're Alfred. I'm Batman. We go to, I mean, Superintendent Chalmers' office. O'Hara's there now, too. What? O'Hara was on the boat. He gave Gordon a gift because he wasn't allowed to go on the boat. Anyway, he's there, and he says, well, I'm here. And how did did Police Chief O'Hara get over? Did you catch that? 
Yeah, I have no idea. I I was too, I was too infatuated with uh, Superintendent Watson overselling everything. Yeah, that, that was the best part of the show for me. The dude oversold everything. I thought it was great. But go ahead, Police Chief O'Hara. Yes, who went over to get meeting notes? Flew over. Now everyone else, right? You weren't allowed to fly. They had to go by boat. He flew over. Yes. What he, know, he, he knows where the bodies are buried. O'Hara says he was just there to get the notes for the meeting. He says, quote, there's nothing like an Irish carrier pigeon. Triple what? The UK bat phone rings. He gives it to Gordon. <clears throat> Batman tells Gordon the boat's gone. And they're like, with the, with its cargo of mini cloth. Alfred explains Batgirl has found that the school for girls is a crime school. So we go back to the cricket lair where Barbara, excuse me, Batgirl is, uh, you know, uh, she's still in this dungeon. You ogress, you vixen. And Robin says, says, she says, yes. So the phone rings. Marmaduke's on the phone. They've now captured Batgirl. They've got Robin. They're in this dungeon. They're in this cricket palace or whatever together. Says there's a much better place for Robin than Marmaduke says. Fog says I got a better place for Robin than the dungeon. So the bat computer is having problems. I did find comedy in this. The bat computer is having problems. So what does Batman do? Gives yeah. it the Fonzie tap, and now it works. Right. They figure out that Robin is in the winch of the uh, Tower Bridge. Uh, so they run to go take care of Batman goes to save uh, Robin. He unties him as fog and his men show up. We get a fight. Barrels are thrown. If you're thinking this is entertaining, like Donkey Kong, when he throws barrels, you're completely wrong. Uh, Victor is doing his best. He's swinging. He's doing leapfrogs. It's all standard stuff. Fog sits there. He smokes his pipe, fills the rooms, and uh, he escapes. The narrator, the narrator, this, I do want to give the ending of this from the narrator and says, what's this? Batman and Robin fog bound in the winch tower of tower bridge. Batgirl still paralyzed by paralyzing fog in the dungeon of fog place by Jove. It's deserving by Jove. It's exciting <clears throat> by Jove. It's mystifying by Jove. Watch the ex- next episode by Jove. The, the narrator was trying failing miserably. Yes. The bloody tower. Yes, sir. <clears throat> so there, <clears throat> Again, we get the same joke that the weather is uh, still crystal clear in Londinium. We go to, uh, they need to get back to Fog Place, to the Cricket Pavilion. So he says that out, and at one point, Batman notes, why does Robin and Alfred know so much more about Batgirl than I do? Right. So... Anyway, they drive separately. They go to the Fog Place dungeon. Batgirl is still down there tied up. She woke up. They decide to kill her with some more lethal pellets. As they leave, we go to the intro. Robin drives the Batmobile to Fog Place. He spots Barbara's suitcase. He spots Batgirl's suitcase. He goes to open it up. He's like, no, I I can't do it. Yeah. yeah. When I saw Robin doing that, you know what the first thought in my mind was? What? He was go- he was going for a panty raid. <laughs> Very nice. So, Robin, I had mentioned the B whenever you were yelling at me earlier that I was going too slow. I had mentioned the P- the B. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> Robin trips over a death 
USB beehive tripwire, thankfully labeled, in the dumbest manner possible. We get a ridiculous looking bee that looks like it was made in a third grade art class. That is not a compliment. But it's not just any bee. It's an African death bee. <clears throat> yes. I have a picture of it. We don't have time. I'm not going to show it. Thank God. <clears throat> so Prudence shows up. She says, oh, Robin, you tripped over the bee. Uh, you were less, released the African death bee. It's the queen, in fact. <clears throat> don't lose your cool. So Batman shows up, and Alfred is there at the gates. <clears throat> he also finds the suitcase. He goes no. to open it up. No. No. By opening the suitcase, I might learn Batgirl's true identity, thus destroy the anonymity so precious to her as yours is you. So he doesn't. He closes it up. <clears throat> Meanwhile, the bee still hasn't stung Robin. Who cares? The bee was stupid. <clears throat> so, Fog comes back to the dungeon. Batgirl's there. She's just fine. He theorizes that the death pellets that he threw to kill Batgirl. Stale. Okay. He says, he sends his men to go get Batman. Penelope says, these guys have failed you before. He says, and I quote about his cronies. Since that little incident, I've given them a severe talking to. Yeah. Officially on the record, Lord Fogg is the worst villain ever. Ever on this show. Oh my Nobody God. even close. Bring, please, bring back the minstrel. The minstrel? Whoever. I don't care. Any of them would be better than the guy with a pipe. So. <clears throat> I'm trying to even collect my thoughts with this. <laughs> villain. Well, first of all. He fired Basil, who was the best the best actor right. on the show. Fired him. <clears throat> yes, he fires Basil since he couldn't stop Batman. Yeah. The, one funny moment is Batman hit his... Did you see this? Batman's going into the dungeon, <clears throat> and he, like, bonks his head on it. Yeah. Like, looks at it. And they didn't cut it. Yeah. He just looks annoyed. Yeah. So... Anyway, uh, Fog sneaks down and behind Batman. He throws some more pellets. Prudence comes in. Yep. says yep. Robin's been stung by a bee. Yep. Oh, it just goes on and on and on. We go back to, can we just go back to the superintendent's office? Yes, because we got a big cameo. A cameo. Watch this. Another troubled visitor in venerable Ireland Yard. And yes, Aunt Harriet is Yes, there. yes. Aunt Harriet, she says she is there. On a cruise, she wanted to surprise Bruce and Dick. Hasn't been able to get a hold of them. Then they talk about the museums in Londinium for no reasons at all. And that, my friends, is Aunt Harriet. No. That is her last appearance. Don't say it. That is her last appearance on Batman 66. Oh, that's sad, man. That's sad. I didn't realize that. (laughs) That is it. I hope you enjoyed it. A uh, random. Uh, she made like two more appearances on on television, and then she passed away. Uh, oh, that's that's <clears throat> that is no way for no. her to God. No. I didn't even check to see if she was. Yeah, that's very sad. Very sad. We go back to the dungeon. Batman spraying anti lethal fog bat spray. <clears throat> he pulls out a bat rope. 
and he's going to throw this thing. Uh, or no, he pulls out a, a fat file and he's cutting Batgirl's chains. I just wrote, they gave each other. They were looking at each other with F me eyes. <laughs> I, I still think that's creepy because he's way older than him. I still, I still can't buy that. Speaking of creepy, we go to the girl's dorm. Robin's there. <clears throat> they said, you're not explaining. You're not dying, Robin. And he says, oh, man, good thing. I was down to my last anti-African uh, B death antidote pill. I popped it in my mouth. And the one girl says, I'm ape about you, Robin. <laughs> we need to bring that phrase back. Can we I'm bring that phrase you. back? Yes, I'm ape about you. Yes. You're duping my mind. I'm launched. And he goes, were you ape and launched when you waylaid me on that dock and shanghaied yes. me, brought me back here when you know, you know, and they're, oh, anyway. <clears throat> Gordon figures out, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, Gordon calls Fog and Pea Soup. He wants to know where Barbara is. They are like, I don't know. She left. Uh, things go on and on. Batman and Batgirl have to get out of this pit. Okay? So he says, I'm going to use the Indian rope trick. And so- Wait a minute. <laughs> but why is he going to use the Indian rope trick? He, he, here's the part that got me. Okay. So, so they get the Batmobile all the way over in Londonville, Londolium, wherever they are. Right. They they reconstruct an entire new Batcave. Correct. Right? Correct. However, <clears throat> uh, at a very crucial moment, Batman left the uh, Batarang in the Batmobile. Yeah, that, that seems to be uh, <laughs> poor planning on his part. I was like, bro, that, that's got to be a first and a last that he does not have the Batarang. It's kind of like when it, if you were on a trip and you went to, like, Florida and you didn't bring, like, sunglasses or yeah, something. Yeah, a bathing suit. Yeah. <clears throat> so, anyway, he can't throw the Batarang. He doesn't have one. He does have Batgirl's bat rope. And so he's going to teach her the Indian rope trick. She says, how can I help? And he says, by standing directly under that grating, concentrating on the Indian fucker command. Hindi for rope, say straight. <clears throat> Batman chants as the rope goes erect to the great above. He explains, yes, there's more to old Indian fakur tricks than one might expect. And she says, are they concentrated? Are it's, let's see, and concentration magnified by the power of yoga. And he goes, that's enough talking, Batgirl. <laughs> he doesn't want to hear about yoga. <clears throat> so Batman, Batgirl, and Robin reunite. Batman demonstrates how he, he did it. He's talking. He starts getting the rope going up again. And then he reverses it to get the rope to drop. We go to the bloody tower. Finally, finally, finally. <clears throat> All the heels geek out. They've got... The crown jewels right there. They go to steal them, but the guards, the beef eaters as they were, reveal themselves to be Batman and Robin in a cute moment. Uh, We get a fight. They fight with axes against bloody walls. Also, did they make um, Victor and Hubie go over to Londinium on a boat, or did they they fly them over? They probably took the Greyhound. The girls look to escape. But Batgirl blocks them. Fog tries his pipe, but Batman uses the power. 
you want to talk about you know ancient tricks batman here used the power of reverse film to stop the the the, the pipe it just reverses the film it goes back down in <clears throat> he says my pipe of fog bat <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> he explains that he has a fog bat reverser <clears throat> you'll not catch us flat-footed again superintendent says well isn't this a jolly bean fest and says and i don't know if you caught this he is going to take these people to the tombs he's not taking them to a prison wow yeah i missed that i missed that anyway prudence and and robin share a moment said i wish i had time to explain robin i've been very naughty i thought if i could play all the sides against each other i'd come out on top it didn't work and Robin goes, no, Lady Prudence, it didn't. But cheerio! And so off they go. They're going to sit around and have some tea. Batgirl is, of course, gone <clears throat> and says, uh, but look at the crown jewels right where they belong, my dear. Thanks to Batman and Robin. And Robin says, pip, pip, chin, chin, and toodle-oo. We go to Gordon's office. Yes, Gordon's office. Gordon's office, not the superintendent's office. Yep. In fact, we took the boat back over. <clears throat> Gordon takes a call from the president, says he was glad to help. Batman then takes the call. He says, uh, a weekend in Texas, sir? With a barbecue, sir? With bring the Batmobile, sir? That's a great honor. I wish I could. I'm sorry, I don't have time. <clears throat> yes, I know it's convention time. Mm -hmm. Thanks for calling. Whatever. Gordon wants to know how he could have turned down an invitation like that. Batman says, oh, <clears throat> I'm sure he has plenty of problems right now without trying to entertain average citizens such as Robin and I. Yes. Bonnie, Bonnie, Bonnie calls in, says there's a, a feline character just came in. Uh, we were going to get some uh, new uh, outfits for the police women on the force. Batman, run, uh, Batman and Robin run out. They, they're like, it's got to be Catwoman. And yes, it is Catwoman. Eartha Kitt, in her first appearance as Catwoman, her big escape plan. Her big escape plan. That's the name? That's the name of it? No. Oh. This is how she escaped from Batman and Robin. She sees them coming down the hall. She gets in, ele in an elevator, presses that's down. That, go, that's go it. On. That's Why it. wouldn't they have just run down the stairs after? Maybe they do. We got to see next week. Anyway, <clears throat> how catastrophic are the days and nights to come, as you will see in the next episode. <clears throat> Let's rate Prudence. That's the blonde girl. Would you care to guess how old she was? She was supposed to be the young girl on here. That's not a, that's not a tease or anything. I'm not. 30 was uh 26 26 okay. <clears throat> evelyn ann peters was an argentinian born british american model actress and caterer she is best known for her television work uh including get smart hogan's heroes and batman so she uh passed away uh in <clears throat> 2009 before we go on, I want to read. You were talking about what were you saying about Rudy Valley? And by the way, the it says Rudy right Valley. up there. Before you say another word, what 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 does it say right up there on our on our counter? Live forty seven twenty four. Well, you're not done yet. You're not done yet. So keep going. Uh, talk about Rudy Valley. 
He was a great entertainer of his time, man. Oh, he was. He was. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. yeah. What else? What do you, so you think about the great Rudy Valley? Uh, I don't know. What am, what am I missing? Well, why don't we listen to what Yvonne Craig has to say oh, about Rudy Valley? Okay, let's hear. Wow. And I quote, Rudy Valley was one of the worst people I ever worked with. Which was disappointing. I had looked forward to working with him. He'd been in... This is Yvonne Craig. I'm just quoting the woman about Rudy Valley. He'd been in the business for a hundred years. And he came on the set. He was an absolute churl. Which means a disgusting, awful person. He was the meanest, just awful. It was a three-parter. And we couldn't get rid of him. His oh my God. Glenish Johns, on the other hand, she was a delight. So there's what Yvonne Craig had to say about Rudy Valley. <clears throat> oh, you don't believe it? Look, go ahead. Cross I'm check. Mean, I mean, Rudy. <laughs> well, Rudy was married four times. <laughs> so I guess four of his wives had a, a problem with him. If he were alive today, just so you know, uh, Rudy would be 122 years old. years old. Sorry. 122 if he was alive okay. today. Well, he's he's not. He was apparently a terrible, terrible person, terrible actor on the set of Batman. A terrible actor on the set of Batman. Mm. And the worst villain. Can, can we agree he's the worst villain ever? <clears throat> Dude, you're thinking, what? do you need to go and watch three episodes yeah, together no, yeah, again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the worst. He's the worst. Darn I, right. I, so what are we rating Penelope? You go first. I give her a six. I, I was going to say five. Yeah. Yeah, mediocre. Mediocre at best. Next episode is Catwoman's Dress to Kill. This is a, I remember this episode. It's a shocker. It's better than, than what these three episodes that we just, is watched. it a one parter? Is it a standalone? One parter. One parter. <clears throat> Here's the fun fact. We talk about Eartha Kitt as Catwoman. How many episodes total do you think she was in? She was actually in three. The Good. other one she's going to do is a two-parter. This okay. is a one-parter. Okay. All right. Oh, my God. Thank God we're through that. All right, RD. Uh, what's going on in uh, Rupert's Arcade? Holidays coming up. Halloween's coming yes. up. What's going yeah. on, man? Love it. Uh, so, yes, uh, Haunted Arcade coming up at uh, Rupert's Kids Arcade, facebook.com slash Rupert's Kids Arcade. <clears throat> we are uh, going to have Lights Out Arcade where we kill all the lights to the arcade. Uh, we also have a costume contest uh, for both young and old. Uh, so that will be good. Uh, and I put up all these Halloween decorations. Did I tell you about the VCR that I put up? VCR and a tube TV showing I, old Halloween stuff. Yeah, 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 you did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love it. I got to ask you, you're a big Halloween Halloween guy, right? Yes. You know what I watched last night, man, that I had been waiting to see, but I was too cheap to pay for it? Uh, uh, the birds. No. Did you see uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood no. and Honey? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why not? I, I'm not? I am not a big horror fan. 
Oh my gosh, it's no. hysterical. Okay, all right. Uh, so Rupert's Arcade, big yes. big Halloween happenings. Yes. What about Wrestle Crap? Oh, Wrestle Crap! I put up a fantastic Jobber of the Week this week, or excuse me, Squash of the Week. That was Jobber was was Blade. Squash of the Week is kind of my tribute to it. I put up a Squash of the Week. This is where you know uh, it's a very quick match. You know, where, say, Sid comes out and power bombs a guy in three seconds. This was a great one. It had Batista and Simon Dean. Do you remember Simon Dean? He was the fitness guru. Yeah, I wasn't watching back then. Well, he was a fitness guru, and he would shill the Simon system. You know, these protein drinks and all this stuff. He would tell the people how fat they were and how they needed the Simon system. So... He was out there talking about how great the Simon system was. And he says, in fact, you know, you want to look and see somebody that's really built themselves up on the Simon system. None other than Batista, WWE world champion at the time. So Batista comes out and he was like, I don't, I don't think I've ever tried this Simon. I don't think you're telling the truth. I think you're kind of making this up. I don't ever remember trying the Simon system, but you know, I'm, I'm into fitness. I want to be healthy. Can I can I try one of these drinks? So he takes a drink. And so Simon's like, oh man, I've I've been caught. I've been caught being a con artist. And Batista's like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, it's I'm I'm feeling bigger. Takes another drink. I'm feeling stronger. And so, you know, Simon Dean's like going, Wow, you know, this stuff really works. And Dave goes, and I'm feeling a lot more aggressive. And then he just beats him to a pulp. <laughs> he beats him to a pulp. He he He's beating him down. He he clobbers him. And then all of a sudden in the middle of the thing, he, he, he starts feeling tired. Oh. So what does he do? He goes over and gets some more Simon system. And it builds him back up. Oh, he goes over and starts God. shaking the ropes like the word. He you know, gives him the Batista bomb. And then just to give him a ringing endorsement, he goes and gets one more of the Simon system drinks, pins Simon Dean with his foot on his rope on, on his, uh, you know, foot on his chest and holds up the drink. <laughs> it was, it was great. That sounds very entertaining. I did not see that. Wrestlecrap.com. You can check it out. All right. All right, next week, what is the name of the episode again? Catwoman's Dress to Kill. I promise you, friends, it's better than what this these three were. Yes. Well, we will see and rate the debut of Eartha Kit next week. Same bad time. Same bad channel.